0: You listen to the AZ Wildcats podcast presented by Arizona Lottery. Don't forget to get out and buy your holiday scratchers today. All right, with Jason Shear, I'm Mike Luke. All right, we've got a lot to get to the show. We're going to talk about awards, the transfer portal, um, Arizona basketball, um, and maybe uh, make a case for Jed Fish on a few things. But first, Shear, the long national, local uh, situation has uh, ended. Cruz rushing has entered the transfer portal. Um I want to say this by all accounts as we've always said the rushings are very good kids, um this was a miscalculation of epic proportions by uh, George rushing and there's a reason that um it's kind of become a bad name in the city.
2: Yeah, I mean I don't I don't want to say anything bad about Cruz rushing, wishing nope. the best and all that, but I mean this was probably the most predictable transfer in the country <laughs> when you when you think about it. He never played. I don't I would be really surprised if Oregon gave him a scholarship. That's just not how Dan Landing operates. And you know, here we are. And now we can kind of pretty much forget
0: about the rushing family and, and move on. And what people need to remember, because, again, we're putting kind of a bow on this unfortunate situation. But what people need to remember is this. I don't know. Now, listen, there are some people that are mad that he uh, that he didn't go to Arizona. I get that. But you know what? B. John Robinson can come back to the, uh, uh, the University of Arizona and be on the sideline. And guess what? He's signing autographs. He's getting a hero's welcome back, even though he didn't come to the U of A. Nobody cares that Keona Wilhite, again, is going to Washington. It is what all the stuff that George Rushing said about how. Uh, Jed couldn't, uh, essentially Jed couldn't develop talent. That's essentially what he said, along with other things like, I don't know, looking at possibly attending contenders and uh, naming ASU. Yeah, I mean,
2: look, it, it's, it, it, and, and you could say Jed Fish is being a little petty, but, you know, it it, like very, it. it very clearly bothered him because I think at every mm-hmm. single press conference since that comment, he has mentioned development in some sort of fashion, and it was just again like we we've seen decommitment statements, especially this time of year. Go and look at these kids, these major players decommitting. Not one of their messages reads like that message did that day, and and that's why Arizona fans are so pissed. Arizona fans would be over it by now had a rushing just said, you know what, I want to go to Oregon, All right? Uh, whatever. Just thanks Arizona
0: for everything. I changed my mind, but. The shots on the way out just are are not a good and, look. And the, shots, and the one that I really still can't get past is the ASU one. That was really the one where you're trying to, and he said that to your guys at 24-7, that's where he was really trying to stick the knife in the back uh, by saying, well, you know, we're looking at places where he can compete for titles. Oh, and let's name ASU.
2: Yeah, and, and you know, it. I don't no. Like <laughs> I don't no. even know what to say about it because it's like, right. even ASU fans on the message board We're like, on on the ASU message boards, we're like, what? Like, we're not competing for titles anytime soon, so he's not coming here. So it's like, you only mentioned him for one reason, um, and that was to get under the skin of Arizona fans. And, um, you know, there's...
0: By the way, I way. I love the fact that Jed Fish is petty. I think way too many coaches are of the, uh, well, you know, uh, I got to take the high road. This, uh, no, man, you've worked you've worked your butt off to build the program. Uh, you've worked the, your butt off to build the program the way that you have. And when somebody throws those kind of stones at you, throw them right back. I love it.
2: Yeah, I don't mind it. I don't mind. I'm all about you, not know, me. I'm all about petty.
0: More right. petty than Brad Rich, I love you, Brad Rich, but you're wrong here. Um, Kenny Dillingham is a, Kenny Dillingham is a good dude. Now listen, I'm gonna root for him. Uh, I'm gonna root against it. Not root for him. I'm gonna root against uh root hope that he loses every single game. But Sheer, Dillingham's a good dude.
2: Yeah, so Mike kind of added it. So my dad's been in the hospital <laughs> for for uh days and and he got out yesterday. It's still touch and go. But um Kenny Dillingham actually texted me uh out of the blue. He D'd me on Twitter and said, you know, wishing the best for your dad and all that. And he did not need to do that at all and uh, it was actually a really nice message that he
0: sent so yeah, Good human get, being. Who you're doing him, is we, we so that's the salute emoji. Sometimes this is above uh sports. Okay, now do you want to go with the transfer? Let's uh let's talk transfer portal for let's talk transfer portal first. Some names are coming across the wire. Mikey Matthews, um, ch- uh, from Utah. He would be a uh, I don't believe that he is better than uh, Kevin Green, but he would be a nice little backup slot receiver, um, with a little bit of upward mobility. What say you, Sheer? Yeah, they're going to have a, a
2: few guys on campus. The transfer portal is so heavy right now mm. that, like, I know people are asking me who's visiting and all that, and we've got a couple names, but it's probably one of those situations that, like, basketball does where you don't say the name until the kid's on campus just right. because the transfer portal is so wild. Um, Mikey Matthews is one of them that, that's going to be on campus. He's very close to the Servite kids. He liked Arizona and chose Utah. I, I think the biggest thing is, and, and I like Kevin Green and, uh, as well, um, Be, careful you know, here. Be careful here. We, well, we don't know, like, what the coaching staff is thinking. You know, when, when you think about it, Cowing's gone. Uh, maybe they move Green to the outside, and he competes with Montana a, a little bit. Um, you know, maybe they come in and they say, look, when you look at the depth chart, there's no one behind Kevin Green at the slot.
0: Right. So I
2: that's get- the big thing to me. and And I think what people need to realize is now that Cowing is gone, um, you're going to see more rotation at wide receiver. T-Mac will never leave the field, but at the other spots, I think we're going to see more rotation. Wait a second. Does that mean the Montana will go off the field at all? Yeah. He, he, Montana went off the field last year. That's when they put, they started putting Riley in. Oh,
0: all right. All right. I'm just saying, all right. Now the other guy that I love the name Chuba or Chuba for a defensive tackle out of UC Davis, massive dude was big sky freshman of the year. A couple times, uh, all conference, um, Obviously, we want big Bill Norton back, but I'm all for bringing in 6'4", 355-pound people, Shear.
2: Yeah, look, like, I understand, you know, UC Davis, smaller-level football, coached by Dan Hawkins until he he retired. Um, Oh, he's sure. Okay. Yeah, they had a linebacker that just committed to Cal as well. That defense was actually pretty good. Uh, Look, this dude played at Long Beach Poly. He knows some guys on the team. He was actually chose UC Davis over some bigger offers because of the academics. He is 6'2, 350 pounds. Plug mm-hmm. him in the middle and you're good. Right. Like, you're like like we we said this before. If they're going to miss, that's fine. I'm not missing with guys that are 5'8, 140. If I'm going to miss with the 6'2, 350 pound
0: nose tackle, so be it. TLN, you are much, much better than this. These transfers, there isn't one transfer that's left that was actually going to play at the U of A. That's with all due respect. Cruz Rushing was never playing here. Amon Allen was not going to play here. Uh, Canyon Moses was not going to play here. Nobody that Arizona's lost is, uh, these are a lot of, uh, again, I'm sure they're all great kids, a lot of OKGs. Yeah, like all great
2: kids. I'm not saying anything negative about any of them. Like Amon Allen, great dude, great family. His biggest offer since he entered the portals, NAU. Right. right, And and Kenny Moses, I don't know where he's going. Isaiah Taylor will probably wind up somewhere pretty good with his connections. But this is very different in the sense that these guys are just depth. And they're very easily replaceable. I mean, they, they, that's the fact of the matter is they're replaceable. They're replaceable by freshmen coming in. Arizona's going to do just fine. As for the decommitments, because I see that question, uh, Quimari Shemwell is the only guy yeah. that Arizona's lost that they wanted. The other guys have been mutual parting of ways. Uh, Utah gave Shemwell a very nice NIL package. Arizona said, you know what? We're not going to match it. Um, Have fun at Utah. And that was that. But the other guys have all been
0: mutual parting of ways. Uh, Yes, that's it. By the way, I just had somebody tweet at me about the Kia Boys class action lawsuit. Um, All right. This is a good question because I have nothing about JDL. I would imagine JDL is going to stick with it through the bowl game. Just because I would have thought that he would have entered by now if he was going to enter by now, sure. Well, here's the thing. He can't enter um, because he hasn't graduated. Ah. Uh, ha, ha, so, uh, ha. I mean,
2: he can, but he can't choose a school and enroll. I My guess is he plays in the bowl game. Jed probably says, look, you know, we play playing the oh. bowl game. Calm down. I'm trying like, to figure something out. We need a backup quarterback and all that. And then after the bowl game, I would think that we see him in the portal. Here's the deal. These guys on this Arizona team have worked very hard to make a bowl game. It wouldn't surprise me if Arizona plays in the bowl and then a few more guys enter the portal. Um, And they deserve it, to be honest. Like this team – Doesn't make bolts. So you might as well enjoy it.
0: And people need to remember, people uh, need to remember this as well that this is a good thing. That, uh, and again, it's not like these other guys are going to other places. But again, Shemwell was the only person that Arizona isn't probably looking to just recruit over. New things are different now, ladies and gentlemen. This is a, Arizona's a top 15 status at this point. You're trying to get into uh, guys that uh, you don't, if you have a four or five star kid that wants to come here, you're going to make room for them.
2: And here's the deal. And I, and I hate saying this cause I work for 24, uh, seven high school ratings and, and class ratings will never be the same, right? They are less meaningful now than they ever have. been, which is why we have a, we have a high school, a transfer and a composite ranking. Now we have three different ones. Cause people are saying, Oh, Arizona's high school ranking is in the forties. First of all, it's going to go up. Second of all, if your high school rankings in the 35 and you land 10 awesome transfers, it doesn't necessarily reflect all the time.
0: So you're going to see kind of a more variation in the high school rankings now. By the, by the way, we have exciting news to announce. Very exciting news. Guess who's going to be joining the show later in the show, Jason Shear, The Kia boys. Not the Kia boys, no. Oh. If somebody even better. Somebody that is not detestable. Jacob Franklin? The great Jacob Franklin from Mesa, wow. Arizona. The great Jacob Franklin will be joining us. We are very excited. That is called a tease, ladies and gentlemen. But since I'm excited about that, why don't we also bring up BetMGM? Okay, here's the deal with BetMGM, the BetMGM Sportsbook app. Jason Shearer and I have been telling you from day one to continue to take the over on the Wildcats. If you had, you would have been a rich person by now. Okay, sign up for BetMGM. Use bonus code PHNX. Place your first BetMGM Sportsbook wager through the BetMGM Sportsbook mobile app of at least $10. If the bet loses, your bonus bets will be available once the wager is settled. Again, $1,500 first bet offer. Very exciting. Check out the show notes for full details. Let's hear Shane with the disclaimer. Problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Colorado, D.C., Illinois, Indiana, Kansas, Louisiana, Maryland, Mississippi, New Jersey, Nevada, Ohio, Pennsylvania, Tennessee, Virginia, West Virginia, Wyoming. Call 877 8 hope or text hope y 467 369 new york Call 1-800-327-5050, Massachusetts. 21 plus to wager. Please gamble responsibly. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP, Arizona. 1-800-BETS-OFF, Iowa. 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help, Michigan. 1-800-981-0023, Puerto Rico, in partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. U.S. promotional offers not available in D.C., New York, or Ontario. All right now, Ontario, you didn't get your mention in there. Okay. Uh, Arizona lottery also scratchers start at just one dollar, Jason Shear. One dollar. You see Shear looking down right there? That means that he's probably getting his Arizona lottery scratchers. Top prizes. Oh, there it is. I'm looking, oh, I'm looking, I'm looking at, at I'm I'm looking it up for uh, my guy Joseph. Arizona's third,
2: third best odds to win the title right now.
0: And Arizona should have the best odds to win it. We will get to that.
2: All right, faced by Mike. Purdue's number one, Mike.
0: oh big 10 big 10 go out and buy your holiday scratchers today my friends arizona lottery terrible terrible the big 10 um we did get the oh no frank caliendo impression of mike luke by the way guess who is going to be front and center at frank caliendo's concert up in phoenix this saturday me guess who's going to have a backstage pass me Very excited. Pasco definitely rigged those odds. That's very, very funny. Um, All right. We're going to get to Arizona basketball. We're going to get to all the odds. Now we got to talk about some people that have been uh, screwed. Screwed over. (laughs) Jeff. (laughs) <laughs> Jed Fish should have won the conference coach of the year. It is absolutely awesome that Kalen DeBoer went undefeated. He's done an amazing job. At the end of the day, though, Arizona was picked to finish near the bottom of the conference. Guess what? Arizona's third in the conference, and they are knocking on the top 10 door. Jed Fish, 1,000%, by any metric, should have won the coach of the year, Sheer.
2: So we've we've discussed like how we look at coach of the year before, and I'm unique in that Like If you're supposed to be good and you're still good, I don't really, and 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 this goes for anything, even Arizona with Tommy Lloyd, uh, I don't tend to want to vote you coach of the year. It's just how I vote. Arizona wasn't supposed to make a bowl and finish nine and three. That to me is coach of the year. 100%. I think what Kalen DeBoer has done is awesome. I get people voting for him. I'm not like Raging at it, but to me, Jed Fish is, is the coach of the year, might be the national coach of the year. Well, that's gonna be my next
0: state. Who has done a better job nationally than coach uh the coach of the year than, than coach of the year than uh Jed Fish? Honestly, there was this is a team you gotta remember, we gotta we gotta put this all into a perspective. This was a team that two years ago was one and eleven. When I started working here at PHNX, when Jacob Franklin first met me, Arizona was in the midst of a 12 game losing streak that hit 20. That is what that was just two years ago. This team is now knocking on the top 10 door. Nobody has done more in such a short amount of time than the great Jed Fish. The only one,
2: in my opinion, that is up there, well, there's there's two guys I'd probably look at, and I'm voting Jed. Number one is the Northwestern interim coach because what he did is pretty remarkable. Uh, and then the other one is Eli Drinkwitz at Missouri because I, I think that he had a, but I still wouldn't vote either of them over Jed. I mean, shoot, I look at Jerry Kill, our boy Jerry Kill, New Mexico State, and what he did was wild. I'm but it's still,
0: it, it still comes back to to Jed, to me. Absolutely. It should 1,000% be Jed Fish. Jed, we have your back. And I, here's my thing. If you're not going to win the conference coach of the year when you're expected to finish almost dead last and you're competing for a conference championship into the last week, again, what are we doing here? Washington, awesome. They were expected to be really good. Jed Fish was not expected to be very good. Uh, I don't get it, Shear, but again. uh, But we both agree Jed Fish should be the conference coach of the year and Jed Fish should be the national coach of the year. This is true, Jason Shear.
2: Washington's – I just looked it up. Washington's win total in Vegas preseason was over under nine. And we (laughs) already –
0: and Arizona started out at four and a half. We know that because we were talking about it all offseason.
2: Yeah, I mean – Nine wins and and I realize you go undefeated, but you were healthy all year. Yeah. You know, Arizona had a quarterback change. I mean, there's things shoot, you could even make a case. I I just I like DeBoer. boar like you can make a case for Norvell over Bohr Debor because his quarterback got hurt and he still went out and won three games without him. It, it's just look to me, it's Jed Fish because I know it's a one year award, but we just as Arizona fans, we know where this program was. 2 years ago. Right. And we know where it was last year and like it's like what I said what we said with Nansen. Nansen not being nominated for the Broyles Award for the best
0: assistant is one of the dumbest things I've ever heard. All right, that is the end of the timestamp. I'm sending this because my pen just broke. I'm sending this to Jacob Franklin right now so he can remember this for me. Jacob Franklin, you are getting this text as we speak. It's somewhere in there. That is going to be the clip. We did an amazing job. All right, Joseph, I didn't want to put this in the clip, but you make a good point. The only thing that I can hold against Jed Fish to a certain degree is the Noah Fafita JDL debacle. That, listen, I get it, I get it. I get all the politics, I get all that. Arizona is not 9-3 and if Noah Fafita is starting. I get there's politics and all that involved. Noah Fafita was the better quarterback. That was a – I don't know if you want to call it a missy-val, whatever the case is, but that was a missy-val.
2: Yeah, it's really weird even to this day. Like everyone – like other reporters, I'm not going to name names, but other local media has started to notice it because it happened – like Noah will play great and Judd will be like, but we also have to credit Jaden for – No, we don't. Being there emotionally for him and – I don't know if the only thing I could think of is maybe Jaden is more emotionally fragile than Noah, where like if you say something wrong, he'll I don't it's weird. It's
0: super weird. It It's really weird. And honestly, that's my only quibble with Jed Fish this entire year is the, the JDL stuff. And I do believe uh, that midway through the season, if he could have really turned back to JDL, he would have gone right back to JDL. And you believe this as well. Well, it's still
2: weird because even when he was talking about,
0: like, Noah,
2: he's like, yeah, in, like, the Alamo press conference, he's like, yeah, you know, we Jaden got hurt and, and Noah got a hot hand. And it's like, no, Noah's really good. It's not a hot hand. No, like, Noah's, it's be- like, Noah's better, Coach. Right, Noah's significantly better. And, and I we always joke that, like, he's going to open up next spring with an open competition between Noah and Jaden. <laughs> it's like, the longer it takes for Jaden not to enter the portal, the more nervous
0: I get. Let's talk about we got to talk about that just for a second, because I know it sounds like a joke. By the way, you should see all of the sheer uh, our our group chats. It's essentially me trolling 70 percent of the time. Then us wondering if JDL is actually coming back. Listen, I wish JDL nothing but the best. I need JDL, though, to go somewhere else, Um, because I do worry if he's back. The jet opens up the quarterback competition. Am I am I am I stupid and being that I think that's a legitimate concern?
2: I, I don't think it's a legitimate concern, but a part of me's like, "There's a chance." Like, I don't know. There's got to be a, a Jaden. If Jaden wants, here's this: if Jaden wants a future career, he has to leave the Arizona. He yeah, just but the, has.
0: To. the problem though is, let me let me ask you this though: the problem is there's ba- there's a lot of baggage taking on Jaden Delora at this point. Who is really going to? is a power 5 school going to take Jaden DeLora? No, it's
2: got to be like a Mountain West. Like you you uh Like Oregon you,
0: State. Clint Clint Moses, the great Clint Moses, Oregon State
2: JDL. Oregon State, Fresno State, say anybody with a state basically. Yeah. You have a state in your name.
0: But- <laughs> By the way, uh, Clint Moses, I got to give you guys a lot of credit, by the way. And I'm going to say this one more time. Oregon State fans can be very, very mean. They're much meaner than Washington State fans. But, man, I enjoy the tenacity of Oregon State fans. Washington State fans, they all went away after they lost. Now they're reemerging because they think they have money. You guys, I will say this. You guys are committed to the core. Oregon State fans, salute emoji, tip of the cap, everything involved.
2: I feel really bad for Oregon State. They've been I gutted. Too. I mean they have been absolutely gutted by the transfer portal. DJ's in there, Childs is in there. I don't like their offensive coordinator hire whatsoever. Uh Velling is in there. They're the best safety, their best linebacker. I mean they're, they're all five,
0: they're four, they're high four-star I didn't know that they had a four-star quarterback that was uh that was a high four-star quarterback. Childs is a bad dude. I mean he's yeah. Hey, Tad do not lump Shear and myself in here with uh, on JDL. Sheer is raw, right on many things that I am wrong on. I I, would, tough. I thought you guys I was were too tough on. Too tough oh, oh idiot. no, never mind. No, I, I no. He, he, he wasn't good. That's all we said. Yeah, yeah we weren't tough. Yeah, I mean, uh, he, yeah, he wasn't good. I don't know what to say when you throw three interceptions in the first five minutes of your first game of the season and you don't recover. I mean. Just here's, here's, how, here's how you frame it, right? Arizona is nine and three. Hey, right. watch Hold on, I love this one. And Tad, this is with all due respect. I appreciate you tuning in. Who are you? Ah, ah, We're giving our ah, opinions. This is called an opinions show. So that is, it is one thousand percent his right, as it is mine, as it is yours. That is who I, th- he is to say that. Go ahead, i Am I to say what? I don't. Uh, Tad, what am I, what am I saying? I don't yeah. Know. I was. Um, yeah. Go ahead, sir. Arizona
2: beats Mississippi State. I won't even add Washington and USC. Right. Let's just say Arizona beats Mississippi State with Noah. They're in the, they're in the Fiesta Bowl. That's it. They're in the Fiesta Bowl. Their combined losses this year, three losses so far,
0: 16 points total. That's it. Is there a Do you think that it's some way? Listen, I can't coach, obviously, but if I was just in charge of the depth chart and the roster decisions, Arizona's probably the number one overall seed in the entire college football playoffs. You agree with this? Wait, what? Arizona, if if I am just telling, if I'm telling Jed, listen, Jed, here's what you got to do. By the way, lock oh, down, no, no, lockdown down. 81 it definitely thinks I'm serious on this, but I'll let him think <laughs> that. Um, if I was, if I was, if it was just Mike Luke, Mike Luke in charge of player personnel, saying, Jed, you got to play this guy, this guy, we're undefeated at this point, correct? Oh, yeah, no doubt about it. Right. Uh no doubt about it. Oh, by the way, I, I do like this one. Damian Martinez. I would take Damian Martinez. Michael, uh, he to- says he's staying. I'll believe it when I see well, it. One player we need to talk about in the portal. Then we're going to get to know if because he should be the national freshman of the year. I don't care about some safety from Alabama. Um, Chip, train him. I would 1,000% go after Chip, train him. I like train him a lot. Xasu running back, Ohio State, big back. We've been talking about how you want a big back. He's good, sheer.
2: Uh no, he sucks. But uh, <laughs> he uh, he only had 85 carries this past year for 300 I mean, yards. He's not very good. good. He's he, not good. You would take him. Uh, I I would only take him because it would be
0: funny. But he's in the big. He's doing that in the Big Ten. That's like playing against the NFL. Uh, no, no. It's the bookie show. I don't, Tad. I don't know what your points are. Um, but um, whatever. What? Um, all right. Let's. Uh, all right. So you would not take Chip train him.
2: You're some bookies. It's the bookie show. Is Tad okay? I don't know.
0: I don't know. Tad, we appreciate you listening, though. Well, Let's uh, we'll leave it at that. By the way, maybe, Tad, listen, Tad seems like a cool guy. She gets some shady rays just like Jason Shear. Listen, the one thing about me is that I am not cool. There is no – Jacob Franklin can attest to this. There is no cool factor with Mike Luke. The one thing, though, the one saving grace is possibly Shady Rays because Shady Rays are awesome and they look cool. Here's the deal. Exclusively for our listeners, Shady Rays is giving out their best deal of the season. Go to ShadyRays.com and use code PHNX for 50% off two-plus pairs of polarized sunglasses. Try for yourself the shades rated five stars by over 250,000 people. And our friend Ted might need some OGs. Check it out. OGs, all kinds of good stuff. Um, you will uh, again, you will definitely thank me on this one. Learn more about OG's gummies and where you can find them, head over to ogsbrands.com.com, my friends, and picture this. You're on the couch, your favorite team on the screen and a bag of OG's gummies in hand. Talk about a winning combination, gummies, all of that stuff, you name it. They've got it. Okay. Um, now no Fafita should be the national freshman of the year. The conference actually got that one right, that he was the freshman of the year. I was worried that they were going to try to give it to Jaden Rashada. Um, (laughs) Noah Fafita should 1,000% be the national freshman of the year for what he did. His impact was far bigger than some safety from Alabama.
2: Uh, Yeah, I don't – I mean, I'd have to, like, really dive in to see see who it is. I know Jaden Daniels just – I don't know if they released the team. Jaden Daniels just got – College football player of the year, which is fine. I don't know if they released the teams fully yet, but uh I gotta
0: think that Noah Fafita is the best freshman in the country. Uh just for what he did, I don't know. TLN. That was very funny. Um, the uh but I don't I don't get where uh, I just don't get what the argument is against him. I mean, you complete 75% of your your passes, your team is you're at a non-traditional school, and your team is winning games after they weren't winning games after you. That's the other thing we got to bring up. Arizona was one and three with JDL as a starter, and or what was it? I guess if you count the Stanford game, which Noah bailed him out on, um, there is. A, I, I just don't know what the argument is for Noah Fafita not being the National Freshman of the Year, Jason Shear.
2: Yeah, I'm looking at the the Athletic release their teams. Today or yesterday, and I'm kind of just looking at who it could possibly be. Uh, Tulane has a running back that ran for 1,300 yards. Cool. Uh, cool.
0: Yeah, I mean. It's only that people. Alabama dude. I spent some time actually researching this last night. It's only that Alabama guy. He's very good. Nick Anderson
2: is up there. Your boy, Nick Anderson. He's there's a good. few offensive linemen. You know who made first-team All-American
0: freshman? Who? On Wait, the no athletic. Boy. Yep. Wendell Moy. I saw it. Wendell Moy. I actually thought Wendell Moy was a sophomore this year until I read that article. Oh, is the junior talking about Caleb Downs? Yeah. Yeah, he's good, man. He's really good. He's really good. <laughs> yeah, I, I looked at those. Listen, if it's Caleb Downs, I don't agree with it, but I can at least.
2: Oh, I'd 100%. be okay with, I mean, 99 tackles, a return punt for a touchdown, three picks. He's good. But I'm it's giving good. it to Noah. And we're, we're not biased.
0: It. It. We're giving it to Noah. Oh, by the way, uh, since you guys want locks, Sheer can vouch for this. I never messaged, I messaged in group last night and I said, You guys want a lock? I said, the Clippers, there is no chance they are losing to the Nuggets tonight. Even when they got out to like a 16-nothing deficit, I've stood resolute. Sheer, this is true. And John
2: Brogan was adamant. Adamant. Yes. But you were wrong, and you
0: weren't. You know, yeah, No, I, I, wasn't. That was a, that was a very good. Yeah. So there's, there's my lock from yesterday. If anybody's interested. All right. Let's talk about the all conference teams. Um, I would love that Jacob Manu got. Uh, I love that Jacob Manu got first team all conference. He does definitely deserved that. Um, let's see here. Uh, go back on your Sports Med guys like Eric and Totri who are going to sport. I, I don't know what that means. Um, all right, but uh, yeah, I don't know what it means. Um, but um. Where were we where were we just talking about? I lost my train of thought. Uh, all conference teams. Oh, love that Manu got on there. And here's where I, again, Arizona fans are probably going to uh, beat me up, which uh, which they should. By the way, Zachariah Branch will not easily win the national freshman of the year, and he, he? He didn't win this conference freshman of the year. I think that's so. sarcasm. Maybe. Okay, good. Yeah, T Burns. Oh. We yeah. I'm sorry. Sometimes I'm very dense. Um, <laughs> not sometimes, but uh, here's where it is with T Mac. If you're only going to put two wide receivers on, it that doesn't bother me a lot. It doesn't. I, mean, I agree because Franklin and a Dunze are awesome.
2: Yeah, they had real. I mean, it's it, it doesn't really bother me that much. Like those guys had really, really good years. Like it's yeah. the pack calls had really good wide receivers.
0: Yeah, that to me is not. Now, listen, I do believe that they should have had three wide receivers on that, but, and then T Mac would have been in there, but I can't, I can't sit here and say that Roma Dunze or, uh, uh Troy Franklin should not be on there. Um, that's, uh, but next year, T Mac's going to make his, uh, T Mac's going to make his, uh, uh, oh, Kevin or, uh, uh, Brad Rich, here comes the Kevin Green plug. Yes, next year, Kevin Green, 800 yards. We're big fans of Kevin Green on this show, or at least I am. Um, Jordan Morgan, obviously first team. Uh, were you surprised that Big Jonah didn't get more love?
2: A little bit, yeah. Yeah, but there were some
0: games. There were a couple games where he did struggle. Right, for sure. Jonah's. Don't worry, everybody. Jonah's going to make up his money in the NFL. Uh, Jonah's going to make up his money in the NFL next year or the following year. We agree on this, though, Sheer. Uh, yeah, he'll be just fine. But uh, next year, though, in the Big Twelve, I think there is going to be a lot of Arizona team or players that are going to be littered on that first team All Conference. Oh, I think Noah Fafita is going to have a very good chance. I think T Max is going to have a good chance. You don't like Jonah Coleman. You don't think that he has any chance. Um, but uh, Big Jonah's gonna have a chance, Ephesians Price sock, Takario Davis, all kinds of different people there sheer.
2: Uh yeah, they're they're gonna be they're gonna look like Oregon State on the all conference. You know which one also I didn't
0: like? Uh mm-hmm. tight ends. What's that? Oh, I who didn't was, like- I didn't even think about that. Who yeah, how did T Mac not get on there?
2: All right, so I'm gonna give you who had the better season. 42 catches, 500 yards, four touchdowns. 40 catches, 396 yards, five touchdowns. The first one. Okay, the first one was Terrence Ferguson. The second one is Tanner McLaughlin. It really, is the only difference is one touchdown. Tanner had more catches, more yards. Tanner should have been at least second team. Jack I Belling, first team.
0: Yeah, he got robbed. By the way, Joseph, uh, this is a good question. Noah or do her next year. I'll take Noah. Yeah, I'll take Noah. I'll take Noah's. I mean, listen, Shadur is awesome. If Shadur's the uh, if Shadur's better, then I'm not gonna sit here and say, oh, what did I know? But um I think those are the two best quarterbacks in the conference next year. Uh yeah, I would agree oh, with that. Tyler Warden, I like this. Can you send me the uh, send us these mocks? I believe you, but I would like to see these because I Yeah, I saw
2: you. one too. They had they, I saw one, I don't remember who was from that had price at at 36.
0: Okay, so you got you would have uh, next year you could conceivably have uh, you'll have T-Mac and Jonah, which are pretty pretty close to locks to be first-round picks. Ephesians in there as well. Takario Davis, if he could catch passes, maybe? Maybe? Is Takario is, – is Ephesians better than Takario? Um I don't know that he is. I don't know that he is either, but I will say this when you watch him in practice, there is a little bit of a de- he looks a little bit more fluid. Takario's awesome, so
2: I can't. but I think aryhawkx th- build, you look at him and you go, okay, he can get stronger. He's huge. Takario's kind of built like a safety a little bit, right,
0: right. right. Um, yeah, that's a that's a great that's a great question. Joseph, same player. I think you're actually right on that. Oh, we have been remiss this entire show. Shear did not do it again, and I'm gonna have to pick it up the slack. You know where I'm going with this? O line. O line. Leif Magnuson. Listen, We've talked a lot about the offensive line. Leif Magnuson has been an underreported hero during all of this because he's been uh, he's started a ton of games. And honestly, he's been very good. Um, Leif has not gotten, uh, Leif has not gotten the love, and that comes certainly from me that he should. This has been a you win games with players like Leif Magnuson. He's been loyal to the program, he's a great dude, and he's been good on the field. Sheer Leif Magnuson, sign me up for two.
2: Yeah, I think the issue is a lot of times with the O linemen, they never get the respect they deserve. Like, we don't talk about Leif, and usually you only talk about O linemen when they're doing poorly. True. So, like, we're not mentioning Leif because he's been consistent. We don't talk a lot about Wendell Moy because there's no reason to talk about Wendell Moy. I mean, it's it just it, it's it's a situation where it, and then you look at the O-line next year and a guy like Leif is clearly valuable that can move around and all that. And, and Brendan Carroll has said he likes players on his line to be able to play multiple positions. But we've kind of overlooked him a little bit when uh, we're talking about the depth chart next year.
0: And that is one thousand percent on me, Leif. Uh, again, Leif. Quinn, you guys are awesome. And again, Leif, a big time contributor on the field. And again, gets all deserves all the love that he gets and more. By the way, you know what also deserves some love, Sheer? Empire flooring. Empire flooring. Okay, now, my parents, I'm not actually making this up. My parents actually got their flooring from Empire Flooring, and my parents are very particular with their floors. Schedule a free in-home estimate today. All listeners can receive a $350 off discount when they use promo code PHNX. Restrictions apply. See EmpireToday.com PHNX for details. They will come in there, and they will check everything out. They keep shopping for floors simple with a curated uh, product selection. Their philosophy is to help you find what you need and not overwhelm you i can speak that i can speak that uh uh well i whatever that means i can i can vouch for that um all right now uh let's see here um we don't have a circle k read today brad unfortunately um now um sheer what are some other uh, transfer portal guys we need to know um this is your scoop right here i don't have this scoop
2: uh dj uh from uh missouri he was a uh, Missouri yep. wants him as a linebacker. Mm-hmm. Um, they they brought him in as a linebacker or as a defensive end. And then they moved him to linebacker. He wants to be a defensive end. Um, Arizona is in on him. Notre Dame defensive lineman Aiden Kinaina, mm-hmm. Polynesian. Pretty obvious why Arizona is in on him as well. And there's probably going to be some other visitors. I just I'm, I'm
0: all about Chu- I'm all about Chuba though. Yeah, it would be awesome. Yes, but we need to get back Big Bill Norton. By the way, we could have 800 pounds. Could we go with a two down lineman front if you got back uh, Chuba, or if you got back Big Bill Norton and Chuba two down linemen and like nine pass rushing linebackers? I like that idea. Yeah, I'm all in. Yeah, you're all you're all in on that. Um All right, now who would be your – now let's go – we're going to get to a little bit of Arizona basketball. We're going to get to a little bit of Arizona basketball as well. Um, We're going to talk a little bit of Big 12 before we sign off. Um, Heisman Trophy winner. I would go with Michael Penix. Um, I know that he had a couple games where he wasn't very good. I know. I can't vote for Jaden Daniels. Jacob Franklin's coming in here as well. Um, Jacob Franklin, I'm adding you to the screen because you can talk about it – well, uh, let's ask Jacob Franklin himself. Jacob Franklin, unmute your mic. Um, okay. Do you do you claim as Do you claim Jaden Daniels if uh, he wins the Heisman? as ASU was uh, sure. Okay. Sure.
1: Okay. I mean, I, I don't know how many ASU fans would, um, because there was a lot of love lost when he left. It was not exactly the prettiest of departures, but yeah, sure. Yeah, we got to take our wins where we get them.
0: Do you wonder about Herm's coaching being the fact that all those ASU players that left turned out to be really, really good in their uh, next school?
1: Um, no, I mean, they had, they, It was just really interesting because they had like mild success while Herm was here before all of this stuff happened. Like it was like they weren't awful, but like it takes a staff.
0: All right, all right, Jacob Franklin. We're hot. you're hopping in here to talk some ASU basketball and how it compares to Arizona basketball. Jacob Franklin, this is true. Is very, very sheer, This is true. He is very bullish on this ASU basketball team. You messaged me okay. during the San Francisco game. You believe that ASU could
1: beat Arizona? Make the case, Jacob Franklin. Um from a defensive standpoint i don't even know if i can believe this myself uh from a from a defensive standpoint they just force a lot of turnovers. so i think if they get them into a bad situation i just i really worry that they might only score 30 points like that offense could just go ice cold and not hit a shot for the entirety of the game although they'll shoot 40 free throws just thanks to jose perez himself
0: i do like jose would jose perez played arizona sheer and jacob franklin
1: yeah Okay, I don't backup. know. I don't know if, as you say, I don't know if he'd start.
0: How many players from ASU would start it or would play at Arizona? Oh. Frankie
2: would probably get some time. Frankie would probably back up and get a little bit of time. Perez, that's it. Would Frankie play yeah. over
0: Jaden Bradley?
2: Probably not. Actually, he turns the ball over too much.
1: You know who yeah, I love on it? He's a guy that he, – he plays pretty good defense. He's he's He'll get just – he's averaging like three steals a game this year. It's pretty crazy. My favorite player in ASU
2: is uh, Alonzo Gaffney. Oh. Because he, he has no the, – the players that played last night were like the game was close and he took one dribble and did like a fadeaway to the side going out of bounds and hit the top of the backboard. <laughs> like I love guys like that. He's like, I'm we, just going to shoot it. I
0: can make it. I love yeah, that. We,
1: we call him the praying mantis.
0: Yeah. <laughs> you messaged me if you're a big Alonzo Gaffney fan, Jacob Franklin.
1: Oh yeah. So the the Alonzo Gaffney thing has, has stemmed all the way back to when we started doing this because Shane and Totri, it's like a love-hate relationship with him because it's just like the dude looks like he could be otherworldly because I'm pretty sure his wingspan is like seven foot five or seven foot six. Like he looks like right. he could just physically dominate people. But he just he loves to pretend like he's a six two guard that can take the most Absurd shots and he misses. <laughs> like he'll air ball like three threes a game, but then he'll also just, it's just so weird because he'll knock down like another two of them, like nothing but that. Like it's just, it's one of the weirdest things you'll ever watch.
0: To show you the impact that Jacob Franklin has had on this show, when Jacob Franklin hopped in, I wanted to keep an eye on this. There were 88 lives, there's 102 right now. Jacob Franklin, this is the sign that you need to come on more often. The people want Jacob Franklin. I'm good. Who would? Oh wow, that was good. Who would win, Grand Canyon <laughs> or ASU?
1: I think it'd be a really good game. Um, it just depends on the venue for me. I think they both win at home. Uh, what do you? What is Duke Brennan's stat line? Ten points and five rebounds. He's really not all that great. You oh whoa! Stats whoa. This year, you looked at his stats this year.
0: What is he like? Eight six. six? He's averaging like seven, eight,
1: seven eight, points eight, and five seven points and five rebounds a game. He's but shooting sixty-five percent from the field. Jacob is averaging he's, seven points and five <laughs> rebounds a game. That's a monster game. Yeah, I know. I never said Gaffney was better <laughs> than Brennan.
0: Does not his impact go beyond the score sheet though? Isn't he we the guy that who,
1: intangibles is what isn't we call? not he that? an intangible guy he's though? A golden, he's a golden retriever for sure. Oh wow.
0: I like it, uh, Duke Brennan, the golden retriever, right there.
1: Twenty-seven
2: minutes against San Diego State, our guy Duke Brennan.
0: Yeah, but he only had like five points, didn't he? Uh, Look, yeah, twenty-seven minutes, two for two from the field. Jacob, he's efficient. Yeah. All right, Jacob. Wow, got to ask you, uh, and then we're going to talk a little bit Arizona basketball. a uh, little Arizona basketball, and uh, you can stay on or you can stay off. It's your Arizona, where are you with Bobby Hurley? Do you uh, are you a? Oh, by the way, I think people saw me uh, uh, gloating about Jacob Franklin. It's now back to eighty-eight. Jacob, you got us the fourteen, and then they went away.
1: Yeah, because they don't like hear, they don't like hearing facts, but it's okay. <laughs> yes, yes. Wow.
0: Yes, yes, we're here for this.
1: All right, but Jacob, ser- On a serious note, though, Bobby
0: Hurley, where are you at with Bobby Hurley? Because I love Bobby Hurley.
1: Bobby Hurley is such an intro like I like I think probably four times a season I'll text one of my friends and I'm like yeah no Bobby's not it and then like they'll go on a run where for like two straight weeks they look like a real basketball team and I'm like well maybe Bobby Hurley figured it out and I'm like is it or is it just because they're athletic I really never know what to expect from this team like on a nightly basis you just you that's kind of why they're super entertaining to watch like even on the nights where they only score 49 points in a game because you just really never know whether you're going to go into it and see something truly special or something truly special in a completely different way like it's just it's a crapshoot and and that's what i think like bobby hurley is is a really intriguing personality because you would just think that a guy who, like, made his living being a facilitator would understand how to run an offense and, like, teach offensive sets and and, and train this team to, to actually shoot the lights out of the ball. But then, like, they come into the season and, like I said, they're airballing threes and, like, they run the Princeton. My favorite is when you look over on the sideline and Bobby's like – it's yeah. like oh, oh boy here we go like about to see the Princeton offense for the next seven minutes but somehow it, it works and like they're six and two and I know that they their two losses are against two top 40 Ken Palm teams they've won their last four and all of them are top 100 Ken Palm teams so I HCH see like tournament? B-cat, uh I think they could do it like, like Bcat in here as Ken Palm, Grand Canyon 71 ASU 89 but ASU was like the 300th Ken Palm team after they started the season like They've made some significant strides toward being in the top 75. So like this early in the season, it's really hard to take a bunch of, you know, stock in that. Like I I could see them climbing a little bit further here soon.
0: Who would you rather party with Jacob Franklin? Uh, Kenny or uh, Kenny. I almost, I thought this said Kenny G for a second. Kenny D or Bobby Hurley.
1: Probably Bobby. Yeah.
0: I think so as well. All right. Um, all right, Jacob Franklin, as always, we appreciate you hopping in here. Oh, the number's back up to 92. You were still a net 14. We like that. Jacob's plus minus is at 14 right now. We like that, Jacob
1: Franklin. And I'm going to salvage it.
0: All right, man. Appreciate you. All right. Shira, we got to talk a little bit Arizona basketball before we sign off. First of all, do you want to apologize now or just continue on your message boards about Cody Williams in Colorado since there's a lot of Tad Boyle talk? Uh, yeah, no, he's been good. All right. Sheer didn't think Arizona should have offered Cody Williams. I did. I will. <laughs> I need Cody Williams to be LeBron James so I can continuously <laughs> to bring this up. No, but Air- Wisconsin all of a sudden is an interesting game because Wisconsin's definitely better than I thought they were. Um, we're going to preview this in depth tomorrow. Sheer knows he's coming on tomorrow. So I'm not just uh, uh, springing this on him, but this is actually going to turn out to be a good win. Assuming Arizona can beat Wisconsin because they're actually pretty good.
2: Uh, yeah yeah Wisconsin's actually moving up in Kent bomb I think they're like 12th now uh you know it, it's it, they're good they're they're disciplined they defend well um, they, they very solid team.
0: Yeah, and that's where it's interesting, too, because they've also got really good wins at this point, too. You're going to have to take them seriously. I didn't think that Arizona was going to have to take them seriously. Felt to me like they had fallen off a little bit. Again, we're going to get into all the in-depth matchups. But I'm also at the stage, though, where I do think that um, uh, Arizona should still be able to overwhelm Wisconsin, even though they haven't played them yet. Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm
2: I'm curious what the spread is. The Ken Palm spread is only six. What's the six? Ken Palm spread? Six.
0: Yeah, I mean that I mean that kind of tells you what you need to tell. This is going to be a uh, this should this is going to be a pretty good game and Wisconsin again feels like another top 25 team. That's the other reason people we have to bank these wins because the Pac-12 is poo. Um if you could get Wisconsin, you obviously got Purdue, national betting favorite Purdue. Um Alabama got to get these wins where you can, sheer FAU.
2: Yeah, I think he's awesome. I love it. I know they lost to Illinois. I love watching FAU. I really do. FAU's got the best guard
0: units in the country. We agree.
2: Uh, yeah. I mean, D- Davis and Martin, yeah, they're awesome. Their big man is really good. They're not as good with him uh, off the court. They take a major drop. So when Arizona plays them, if they can get uh, Golden into foul trouble, FAU's in in deep trouble if that happens. Yeah, Wisconsin, you know, I'm looking at their numbers, man. Like, they're good. Like, they are good. They're, Uh, They're 15th on offense, 22nd on defense. They rebound the heck out of the ball. They shoot 80% from the free
0: throw line. Uh, They are good. Uh, Robert Madrill, the great Robert Madrill, 11 on Ken Palm, second highest scheduled opponent behind Purdue. Um, Let's see, the Badgers podcast is amped for the game. They believe they can slow us down and beat us like they did Marquette.
2: Um, I mean, every team that has Michigan State thought that they could slow Arizona down. They didn't. Duke wanted to slow Arizona down. They didn't.
0: Yeah. I, uh, I, yeah, we'll, we'll see. Tommy guns teams generally, especially this one, uh, especially this one, I don't believe you can really slow them down without Jacob Franklin. If you could look at this question I just asked you in the chat. Um, the, <laughs> um, but, we're going to break that one down in depth. That would be a very nice one. to. Ha- that would be a very nice little win um, as well. Also, FOCO. Have I told you about FOCO, Jason Shearer? Please do, Mike. I can always hear about it. FOCO always has our back for Arizona sports, just like your pooches have your back right now. And they have yours as well. Get the best gear around by visiting www.foco.com and use code PHNX for all non-presale items. Use the promo code PHNX10 for 10% off. There's also no better time to become a PHNX diehard, my friends. Go to GoPHNX, get in there, hop in, get the Discord chat, Get the cool merchandise. Again, it goes from uh, fitting people like Jason Shear and myself to fitting the great Jacob Franklin. That's how cool it is, and it looks very good on top of that. All right. I'm not sure if I read. I believe I read the Arizona Lottery twice, but I'm going to read it again just to make sure. Arizona Lottery, Shear, have you made any money this uh, month? Uh, not yet, but any minute. You need to get in there. Check out Arizona Lottery. Scratchers start at just $1. Top prizes up to five hundred grand. Go out and buy your holiday scratchers. Have you ever won anything on uh, uh, with um, scratchers? I know people that have. Yeah, I have. Yeah. Again, A lot of people. Again, be, uh, to quote Brad Rich, I will, Sheer will thank me later on this one. All right, Jacob Franklin, I've already signed these ones off. My pen broke. That's why I had to ask you. Um, now, Sheer, where can they find you?
2: Uh, Wildcatauthority.com, Wildcat Scoop Podcast with Shelby and at Jason Shear on Twitter.
0: AZ Wildcat fan, you are the best. I appreciate the gifts you uh, uh, surrendered to. Is surrendered the right term, surrendering gifts? Uh, No, but let's just go with it. Okay. Uh, By the way, what what good games are on tonight, Shear?
2: None. There's no good games today or tomorrow.
1: I knew you were Uh, going to ask. Excuse me. Arizona State Volleyball is in the Sweet 16, ESPNU at 930. ESPN, you at 9, 930. Oh. 930. Oh.
0: Hey, get back in here. Get back in here. Break this one oh, down he's... for us, Jake. We like the frisky Jacob Franklin. Well, is Nebraska you you still in it? Is
1: yes, Nebraska is still, yeah, they are still in it. Um, they are pretty much always in it until at least the Elite Eight. They never really lose before the Sweet 16. Um, okay. This is a really interesting story, actually. Uh, Arizona State volleyball was actually the first beat that I ever covered when I started uh, – my journalism career at Cronkite. So I spent like three years. (laughs) Cronkite. (laughs) But yeah, so I spent like three years covering ASU volleyball because I was spent my whole life watching volleyball. My sister played at Kentucky. Um, So I've got a pretty big tie back to the sport. Your brother-in-law's a coach as well, correct? Yeah, my brother-in-law coaches um, at uh, Upstate College in South Carolina. Um, So yeah, I watch a lot of volleyball. But ASU volleyball for like the last seven years was just like – a sport that was in complete turmoil like there was some really gnarly things that happened with one of the coaches and then like the the coach that took over was just really really bad for about five years and then they get this uh, the the usc assistant coach's name is jj van neal he comes in this year wins pac-12 coach of the year the team goes 26 and 6 and makes the sweet 16 for the first time ever so like it was this really like cool. crazy turnaround um so just a really interesting story by the way, I got something else that I've been meaning to ask. Shear since you're on, you've
0: you've met Brody Dry. I was debating this with Jacob Franklin yesterday. Brody Dryden and Jacob Franklin, both six foot nine. Who has better? Who has a better hair game? Jacob Franklin or Brody Dryden? It's close, man. Dude, isn't it? It's close. That's a it, good question. Twitter poll. We got, we got to get that. That is a Twitter poll. Oh, that's a great. Brody, Jacob, Brody should probably
1: win. My hair is kind of a mess right now.
0: No, 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 no. We'll get up. Jacob Franklin. We're gonna find a picture of you with your yeah. hair all quaffed. And yeah. um and uh, Brody Dryden, we're going to say which which uh, monster has the better hair game. That's a good people one. People want to know. The people need to know. Sure, can you find pictures of both these people? Uh, sure. whatever you need, Mike. Who has a better layup, Jacob or Brody? Brody, ah, Jacob, you left. All you right, you want to go? Brush his hair, I bet. All right, all right. We're going to put the Jacob. That poll is coming out there. This is fantastic. <laughs> sure, will you retweet this poll? Absolutely. All right, all right. As everybody out there, thanks for putting up with our nonsense. Jose L. Roman Jr., thanks for backing us from David, Month- Davis Monthan Air Force Base. Salute. Um, for uh, Jason, by the way, uh, uh, I can't. I won't get the terms right, so I'll come up with that one later. But all right, for Jason Shear, I'm Mike Luke, the great, the esteemed, the profiled Jacob underscore Franklin Four. I am merely Mike Luke. We will get this poll up. Shortly, you have been listening to the AC Wildcats podcast.